Kenny, the Sports Guy podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Kenny, the Sports Guy's podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Severo, and today is the latest edition of Bench Talk, a series that focuses on individuals outside the sporting arena or field. Joining me today is Joey Grant, president and CEO of Game Time Apps, or GMTM, an app that connects young athletes with opportunities. Basically, Joey helped create the LinkedIn for athletes. Please welcome to the show, CEO and President Joey Grant. Thank you for being on the show today. Kenny, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to to talk all things uh, bench talk. Awesome, awesome. So let's just get into the questions. So I've been following the GMTM app for a long time now, and it looks absolutely incredible. My first question to you is, tell me about the tell me about the history of Game Time app. How did it get started? Yeah, well, first, thank you so much for having me, and thanks for 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 being a follower of GMTM. Um, the 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 app the, the story really started myself. I was an athlete. You alluded to it a little bit, but I played at UCF, um, so went through the recruiting process. Uh, after I finished playing at UCF, I got two graduate degrees, but I moved right into the recruiting department where I saw, you know, on the other side of being an athlete, now being a recruiter, how the process worked, how colleges, how universities um, utilize different tools and resources to find the next generation of talent. Um, That led me, you know, to to basically dive through this problem of athletes just don't have access. They don't have access to opportunities and they don't have the ability to tell their own story, um, which was kind of the, the, the foundational thesis of the platform and how we go about doing that. If you think again, similar to LinkedIn, you know, on the company side, the B2B side for us at sport organizations that are youth grassroots camps, organizations, colleges, high schools, clubs, all the way to professional teams, uh, to the Olympics, actually, where they're using our platform uh, to best market, best communicate an opportunity to student athletes and athletes through responding, through uploading information about their self, personal information, you know, game highlights, uh, information about their skills and their play, build out this athletic resume, this profile of record uh, with content that tells their story, which opens them up for plenty of opportunities at every stage in their career. Um, So really from my roots as an athlete, then for being on the inside track at an organization within a a large division one institution, seeing how the machine worked and, and understanding it across all levels was really how GMTM got started. So you guys focus on high school athletes or you guys focus on college athletes specifically? Yeah, uh, good question. So we, we started focusing really in youth and high school athletes, but over the past year and a half, we have expanded and we focus on college athletes. We focus on professional athletes, really every stage uh, of an athlete's career. We think about it of youth sports, basically before high school, there's a lot of club first getting into a sport, then high school, 13 to 18, where you're you know, really trying to come into your own, find a scholarship. Then as a college athlete, you're looking for bigger and bigger opportunities, usually around more of your, you know, name image likeness is the common terminology, but we work with all athletes uh, across every age. Nice, nice. So the next question I have is, how does this app help promote young and up and coming athletes? 
Yeah, so I would say really two ways. One is, is our platform different than any other platform on the market? Again, really facilitates organizations, colleges, teams, uh, legitimate opportunities. Um, for example, where athletes can make the Olympics, make a college roster, earn a scholarship. It starts with them putting out, you know, the initiative of, of that they're looking for athletes. So there's an immediate access point that athletes have through our platform that they don't really have anywhere else. Um, the second thing, again, is as they upload content, as they upload information about themselves, this is a profile that is meant to get them sports opportunities, which right now across social media is that there isn't that uh, Twitter, Instagram, these are social media platforms, but when it comes to recruiting, it's very noisy. You can't find any information. Um, and then with just kind of highlight tools like huddle, athletes don't actually own their profiles. They're given a license from the high school. So this is something that can follow them throughout their entire career. And again, most importantly, gives them access, gives them an, a, a stage and an ability to find more opportunities uh, that otherwise they wouldn't have. Well, based on what you said, I feel like this is like the future of recruiting. Since like recruiters out right now, they're having a hard time, you know, scouting players, like traveling to other places due to COVID-19, but you got this app. It just seems like it makes it easier for young and up becoming athletes to reach out to you, to you and, or any other scout and say, Hey, um, let me send me like a videotape on what I can do in football, basketball, yeah. baseball, et cetera, et cetera. And I personally believe that it's actually revolutionary, actually. No, I appreciate it. In terms of, you know, when you think about revolutionary, what we like to think about is, again, access and the cost that it would mm -hmm. be to do behavior otherwise. And so you can really see it on both sides. Uh, I can give an example of Volleyball Canada. They used to have in-person tryouts, showcases for their national team where you would sign up for an event, you would go drive an hour or two or around the country, you would show up, you would stand in line and you would do your different drills. You would see if you made a team, you know, a big expense for Volleyball Canada and a big expense for athletes having to leave. Through our platform, they can do their tryouts and showcases virtually where they're able to distribute all of the information. Athletes, this is how you need to record this. This is, you know, what we need to see. We wanna know who you are. On the other end, athletes from their home, from a local training facility can simply upload that video. Uh, and now the result is more athletes across the entire country of Canada can access this, can upload. They can move much faster. And for the organization, it's completely cutting costs of having to fly all of their coaches around, get hotels, you know, do all the setup for in-person, uh, you know, in-person events. So when you look at the time savings, the cost savings, we definitely agree it's it's revolutionary, and we're seeing you know the impacts and and the accelerated kind of growth uh, to to this that a lot of it was sparked by COVID nineteen. Yeah, actually, that's good because I feel like you know in today's society, any anything you do online is going to get noticed because of social media, YouTube, and you guys are actually doing a very good job on that. Well, people have people have phones and how can we through their phones give them the most you know access to legitimate opportunities and ways to really advance their career you know we, we, we the platform was built under the premise that athletes they're not really looking to be social they're looking for opportunities mm -hmm. they're looking to use sports as a vehicle for change um, and building around that foundational kind of belief so that leads to my next question 
Sure. Who are some of the athletes that has used game time and have they went on to become successful? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we could look at, we could look at even differing age groups, subset age groups of athletes who have made, you know, again, uh, volleyball Canada's national team. We just recently had an athlete, Charlie Volkner. Um, he was a former Princeton football player, wasn't able to go to his pro day um, because of COVID-19 at Princeton, stud fullback. Through our platform, you know, we have a partnership with the Olympics, uh, the USOC, where they do talent identification through our platform. Charlie saw that there was an opportunity to try out to submit very similar, you know, video that he had from his pro day to the Olympics. You know, over the course of a couple months, uh, he actually was called for an in-person tryout after that. But through our platform, ended up going to Beijing. An athlete a year and a half ago didn't even know that bobsled as a sport existed, um, was able to try out. He was discovered and represented the United States on the global stage at the Olympics. And this is really just the start of, I would say, the college and after in terms of just opportunities available to athletes and our ability to make athletes aware of this and simply be able to find and capture these opportunities. If you look at high school, in the, in the pandemic, you know, for me, I was a two-star recruit, uh, started from my sophomore, junior, senior level playing varsity games. That's how you get filmed for coaches to see you. We had athletes who weren't, who lost two whole seasons due to the pandemic, weren't able to be on the field for very critical times. Through our platform, we're able to upload videos of them catching footballs, them throwing the footballs pro day in-person type, you know, workouts where coaches and recruiters could see their growth, could see how big they were. You know, we've had athletes become four, you know, four plus star athletes, 40 plus offers from, you know, Ole Miss and Texas A&M and Georgia um, without even stepping a, a, a down on the varsity football field, just through submitting and uploading videos, um, which before has just never been seen. That's just amazing. So the next question I have is, I know you dealt with, you know, parents of young athletes. So do you have any advice to the parents who have young, aspiring athletes at home? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I would say, um, I think first it starts with, you know, I think there's really two main pieces if you zoom out and look at you know a career in sports one is you usually start to play a sport because it's fun because you're it's in your community with friends there becomes a point in, in an athlete in a, in a family's uh, life where an athlete begins to think i want to do this for real i want to do this as a career i want to dedicate my time my effort resources as an investment into sports uh and in in my suggestion to parents would be Think about when you want to have that conversation and if that is some have a conversation with 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 your child and see where sports kind of falls within their mind um, and let them explore, let them explore different sports as you're growing up. What you're really looking for is to identify really advanced skill sets that your athlete has. And I say skill sets for a reason. It's different than just a sport, just baseball. Okay, well, look at baseball. You have hand eye coordination. You have explosiveness, you have core strength, you have agility, you have all of these skills that as your kid is growing up, you want them to be able to explore as many as possible um, and, and, you know, enjoy the ride, enjoy every second uh, of a sports journey. So this leads to my next questions. Let's say, for example, if a young athlete has gotten injured 
in a baseball game, in a football game, in a basketball game, and the doctor tells them you're not uh, able to be played again, what would be your advice to those that, you know, uh, has to hear that from a, doc- from a doctor? Well, I've had that real life scenario for, for me, my senior year, I had a shoulder surgery and that was the end of my playing career. And, you know, that's another point of suggestion, you know, maybe for the parents. Yeah. But for athletes directly, I'm speaking to you of, you know, really search and find out about yourself, you know, sure. In addition to your sport and dedicate time to your sport, but what are the things that you love outside of sports? Uh, that's something that or it's decided for you. Uh, And as much as you can do to prepare and understand yourself, A, it's really going to help you actually within your sport and B, it's best going to help you transition after it. Um, That's something that I recommend to all athletes uh, to start doing something that I didn't and and most athletes don't do fast enough, um, but is super, super beneficial. And even as you're in your career, it gives you more balance uh, of, you know, life in general and not putting so many, so much into just your sport to get so upset, to get so emotionally tied to everything that happens focus on the most important things to, to hit your goals and, and enjoy it. And finally, where can uh, people find the Game Time app? So you can go to gmtm.com, type it in your browser right now, pull it out, whip it out, gmtm.com. You'll see our lovely uh, homepage uh, where it says we're putting athletes in the spotlight. We're helping to put them in the spotlight. Um, and through there, you can sign up, you can sign up with your Twitter, you can sign up via email, very simple process, completely free to build out your profile. Uh, and it's not free because, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, you know, doing a bunch of advertisements and whatnot. It's free. (laughs) It's free because organizations who are providing opportunities want to benefit athletes by using our platform, making it super easy, giving them information up front. And that enables athletes to, for free, build your profile, build your content resume that'll live with you throughout your sports career and go maximize the opportunities uh, that sports can offer. So you heard the man, man, ladies and gentlemen, just follow him on social media also. And let's talk about some uh, UCF football. Okay. As you, I already done my research on you, and okay. someone told me that you are some sort of legend down in the University of Central Florida. So you started out as a redshirt freshman and finished your career with multiple accolades. Yeah. What was your mindset during every game of your college career? Oh, wow. That's hard. Uh, it changed so much. Uh, early in my career, it was, you know, I hope I'm good enough. I hope I'm, I actually deserve to be playing. Later in my career, uh, it was much more focused, much more prepared in terms of a game plan. And my approach to, to the game has always been to, just like anything in life, I think try your best. You know, be as good as you could possibly be. Dedicate the time and the effort. And number two is just have fun. Enjoy it. If you, if you lose the joy, if you lose the enjoyment of showing up every day to put in the work, then you're not going to get very far because that's what it takes to really be great. So Every day, I just kind of took it one step at a time, trying to be the best, uh, understood, understanding I was, you know, I was never going to be as good as I wanted to be, uh, but always moving in the right direction. What was your favorite game played during your college career? Ooh, I got to say uh, this Fiesta Bowl right here uh, against Baylor. Uh, we came in and it was the highest 
you know, we were technically the biggest uh, upset in the uh, BCS era. Uh, Baylor was ranked top five, I believe, in the country, the number one scoring offense. I think we were in the top 15. Uh, everyone bet on Baylor. Um, my quarterback, Blake Bortles, uh, my best bud, my roommate, our whole team, nice. we, were, we, we, we were stacked that year. Um, and we showed up and we put it to him. We beat him 52 to 42. Um, and a lot of the lessons around preparation, hard work, believing in yourself, doing the work uh, and showing up and executing. You know, some of my fondest memories, you know, are from that game. So I would definitely have to go with the Baylor game. And first time UCF leapt into the top 10 uh, and it was not the last time, um, you know, as we continued to, to progress as a program. So I hate to bring back uh, bad memories, but okay. <laughs> what would we, what would you say was your worst college football game? Oh, my worst college football game. This is good. Luckily, I, I can honestly say that all of my best games were against the best teams. Baylor, Louisville, South Carolina, Penn State, lights out, showed up, put in the work. I, I would say my worst games came you know, when, when you, when you take a breather, when, when you don't carry intensity. So off the top of my head, uh, I would say probably the second game I started at center FIU had some injuries coming into that game, you know, a lot of kind of mental all over the place um, probably my worst game, but uh, it led to Penn state and my best game at the time. Um, so you know, for, for every athlete, you know, I think it's good to think about the bad times. That's what builds the character. That's what, you know, that's what gives you the strength to really perform, you know, in the spotlight. And finally, two more questions. Do you have any parting words to the young athletes out here that is watching this podcast or hearing this podcast? Yeah, I would say don't spoil the opportunity. Sports is the most incredible vehicle to create equal opportunity for athletes anywhere. Uh, we're doing more and more to try to create more opportunities to find, but through sports, you can change your life. You can learn valuable lessons. Uh, you'll hear every old head, every old person like myself, you know, say as you're coming up, you know, don't, you know, take advantage. Don't, don't waste any moment. Uh, and you'll understand when you get our age, but right now, use the game of sports as a vehicle for opportunities, enjoy every moment, build, you know, lasting relationships, encounter some difficult times, overcome them, enjoy the whole ride. And finally, where can people find you on social media? Social media, I'm on the Twitter sphere. I'm on Instagram, uh, Twitter. You can find me at jgrant55, at jgrant55. Kenny can see for the audience, that was my number in college, old 55, mm -hmm. double nickel. Good uh, number. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, find me on Twitter there. Uh, I tweet about all things GMTM, some thoughts about sports, uh, about building a business, uh, a bunch of crazy thoughts over there that, that people should check out. Well, that is the end of this episode. And I want to thank you for your time. And I just want to say that uh, GMT is going to be the future of recruiting. And what you guys are doing out there is just absolutely amazing. And uh revolutionary i know he doesn't you don't like to use that word but to me i think it's actually revolutionary only only if the results are real you can use yeah, that term. yeah. <laughs> and, and we're, we're working towards that every day so kenny thank you so much for having me love the sports guy podcast uh and thanks for having me on man it's a great discussion no nah, thank you so this is the end of this episode this episode will be available on kendisportsguy.com 
Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Follow me on social media on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports and on Instagram at Kenny Sports Guy One. Again, on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports and on Instagram at Kenny Sports Guy One. And also I'm on TikTok half the time, Kenny Sports Podcast. Until the next episode, see ya, and I hope you stay safe and healthy. the Sports Guy Podcast.